guys, it's your girl Steffi G, and that's me. And this is the place to be. This is the Show Up to Go Up podcast where you'll find inspiration and information on how to show up for yourself and live your best life. This podcast is for anyone who feels lost or stuck. Anyone that knows that they are capable of more but isn't quite sure how to go about it. I'm here to encourage and guide you, but it all starts with you showing up for yourself. And it all starts now. <laughs> Welcome, Stephanie Gonzalez. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. You know, especially in a time like this, you know, just um, I really appreciate you finding time to sit with me and talk. Firstly, the reason why I wanted you on a podcast was you recently just launched your own podcast and it's called um, Show Up to Go Up. And, you know, right from when you announced it, I, you know, I was looking forward to it. And I, I must tell you, I was really encouraged and inspired by it, you know. And initially I had a plan to fly down to Atlanta because there's a few people I wanted to sit and talk with and you were one of them. But with the whole virus thing going around now, you know, I think this is a good um, platform for us to just sit and talk via phone call. So thank you for coming. Yeah, absolutely. And you've always been so supportive of everything I've done and with the podcast, like the whole yeah. journey. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So I know we're going to get into the podcast, but I just wanted you to tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you're from, where you grew up and how you got into acting. Yeah. So I am from Des Moines, Iowa, and I was born and raised there. I was there until about 22, I think. And it was a great place to grow up. It taught me a lot about hard work and morals. However, the thing about the Midwest in particular is there's kind of one way to do life. So you go to high school, you go to college, you get an internship, you get a good job, you find your husband, you have babies by the time you're like 22, 23. <laughs> and that was never really something that I fit into that mold. So I would kind of like suppress myself to fit into it. But I always knew that I wanted more. So when I was 22, I moved to LA for acting. I had always wanted to be an actress when I was younger. When I was like five, I would emulate different commercials and different scenes and stuff. So I moved to LA when I was 22 and I was there most of my 20s, about six years. And it was amazing. It totally opened my eyes and I learned to be myself and to truly own uh, my own voice. Okay. And then at 28, maybe I moved to Atlanta. And so that's where I have been ever since. Oh, wow. So before moving to LA, you had never like been out of um, Iowa? Uh, no. I mean, I always knew that I wanted to move to LA. I okay. went there when I was a senior in high school. But no, that was the first place that I have ever lived other than in Iowa. Oh, wow. So what was the most challenging part of moving to LA? Like in your, you know, in a couple of years that you spent there, what was like the most challenging thing? And what was one thing you wish you knew before you moved? Well, the thing about it that I'm thankful for is, you know, because I was young, I had so much energy and optimism. And okay. <laughs> so I was a little bit naive going into it, but I was just so excited. And so that was great. And that really helped me the first couple of years. But I think the biggest challenge was just balancing everything. I think in general, balance is such a challenging thing in all different aspects of our life, but it's so important and so key. 
So it was really hard to balance survival and making enough money with acting and the pursuit of that, having a flexible job that allowed me to go for auditions when I needed to. That was really challenging. Also, I was trying to people please so much. And had I known what I know now, if I could tell my past self something, it would be to declare what I want and be okay with that. So I would take these jobs and I would be really timid and scared and just hope that it would work out. And I wouldn't be upfront about what my intentions were with, you know, wanting acting to be my main pursuit. But looking back, I wish that I would have just been upfront about that. And by being open and honest about those things, it would have created and attracted those better jobs to me so that I would have been able to balance things a little bit more. So that kind of held you back in a way, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was really great because in my struggle, that's when I really found personal development when I was like 25. Um, I started reading a lot of personal development books because I just wasn't happy. (laughs) And usually when you're not happy, you know, you're looking for something more. And um, that kind of catapulted me to the path that I'm on now. And so even though it was really challenging, I know that there is a lot of lessons that I learned from those times. Wow. So what what part did your family play, you know, in your whole move to Los Angeles and Atlanta? Well, my family has always known that I'm a little crazy and a little adventurous and a little um, (laughs) strong-willed. So I'm sure that they were a little nervous for me. I know my grandma in particular was very nervous, but I think that they were just really proud of me. I know my dad at one point thought about moving to L.A. Oh, wow. um, And then... Yeah. And so he wasn't able to. And so I know that it was a really beautiful thing for him as well. And I know my mom was just so proud of me. And so I think that, you know, they were obviously probably concerned having never lived anywhere else. But I think they were just more proud than anything else. You know, I asked that question because as an actor myself, um, it's, you know, I think acting is the only job that you tell people, hey, I'm an actor. And you almost have to prove yourself after saying that. (laughs) She goes, it was like, oh, what have you been in? You know, like, and then because I understand the struggles and inconsistencies that come with being an actor. So it's almost like people are always watching for results, like, and most especially people who are around you. So the closest you're like family, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? You keep getting those questions. And um, so that's why I asked, because for me, it it really played a big part, um, you know, as to the moves I had to make. And I believe everyone's got a story in regards to just, you know, the whole journey of becoming an actor. So what made you go to Atlanta? Why, why, Why that move? So, um, well, it kind of plays into being a little crazy. (laughs) I decided that I wanted to study Spanish in Guatemala. And so I went on an eight-week trip by myself to Guatemala, Mexico, and Cuba. And while I was there, I met people from all over the world. And when I would tell them that I was from L.A., they were just so envious and, you know, they were just so curious about life in L.A. And I really realized that I wasn't totally fulfilled there. They would ask me what I would do for fun. And I just thought, "Um, I'm just working all the time. I'm just (laughs) struggling, you know. And so that really showed me that maybe L.A. wasn't the place where I needed to be at that moment. 
And I knew Atlanta was booming for the industry. I had a friend that was there. And I was really conflicted for a little bit when I got back from that trip. I wasn't quite sure what to do. And basically, long story short, I prayed about it and I asked God for a sign. And within that day, he gave me a sign that was like, okay, I cannot ignore this. I have to go to Atlanta. That's where I need to be. So I listened to that and it's been crazy. It's been amazing. And it's the best thing I could have done. Oh, that's, that's interesting. You know, you, you know, I, I, there's one thing I also noticed just listening to your podcast, like you talk about your relationship with God a lot. And, um, you know, it's just interesting to hear you say you prayed about it and you got a sign. But why, why I bring this up is when I moved to Atlanta, for me personally, I felt like when I pray, sometimes I end up not doing anything. Like if I ask God for a sign, it's almost like me trying to get extra careful or like to be, you know, 100% sure that I have to make that move. So my move to Atlanta was a little bit not like that. I just like, you know what? Um, nothing's happening in Boston. <laughs> I'm going to Atlanta, you know, but it's interesting to, to hear you say that though. Yeah. Yeah, go on, go on. I was going to say, um, I was kind of like that too, where I wasn't sure. And I was like, okay, I'm asking God for a sign, but like, what does that even mean? You know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, God, like, I'm going to ask for this very specific sign. And actually, I'm just going to tell you, like, I see numbers all the time. And to me, this is going to be so weird. People are going to think I'm so weird. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) when I see 333, it means to me, trust my gut. And when I see 444, it means God is with you. God Mm. is with me. And I see these numbers all the time. And so I said to God, all right, let me see 333 or 444 today. (laughs) And this is so crazy. So I was driving and gas in LA is so expensive or it was, it was like almost $4. So I was driving to, um, just driving and I looked to my left, there's a gas station. It was $3 and 33 cents. So I took a picture of it and the time on my phone was 3.33 and then I looked down on my odometer and it said that it shows how many miles I have left yeah. in my tank and yeah. it said 3.33 and I was oh like, my God, oh that's my crazy. God, I hear you. Yeah. That's so I asked for a very specific sign. Yeah, I know. It was, it was unbelievable. And I was like, okay, I cannot ignore, ignore this. this. Oh my God. That's interesting though. Wow. wow. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, that's, that's interesting though. I also feel like, yeah, you, everyone has to like define what, you know, God means for them, you know, he talks to us and like, I believe in different ways, you know, but like, just like you, I've, I think I've always been that guy that was taking like, you know, I would just, if I plan something, right. If I plan to move, I almost never move. If I plan to go somewhere, start something like, you know what I mean? But if I get, like try to like take stock of what it requires for me to get this thing or how much it almost never happens. I just have to like, just jump, you know, Hey, I, I, here I am, you know, and mm-hmm. just learn, learn as I go. And so listening to your podcast, just from, from the moment when you announced it, I've always wanted to start a podcast, right? And, you know, my wife has told me, you should, you know, you should work on radio, you should start a podcast. But I always felt like, oh, who's going to listen to me? Like, um, I, I felt like I needed to be famous, you know, to start. So, like, you know, to have probably like, you know, be in a few movies, that, you know, that became popular. And then I'll start a podcast. So that kind of held me back. And the same thing goes with, you know, overthinking. You know, I was overthinking it and everything. 
It took me a long, mm-hmm. long time to really, I just kept pushing it and pushing it. I remember when I was in Atlanta, I actually started like a vlog. It just never took off. Same thing. I was, I was going to want to listen to this. So when I saw you announce, I was waiting. Do you know what I'm saying? I was like, if she doesn't, lo- I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? What, you know, what's happening? You know, so that was very encouraging for me. So tell me what led to you, um, what inspired you to start a podcast? Yeah. So it's funny. I mean, I have thought about starting a podcast for a long time and I battled with some of the same struggles and limiting beliefs that you just said for a long time. And it's kind of funny because in December, so let me backtrack real quick. Last year, 2019 was like a really transformative year for me. I did The Artist Way, which is an amazing 12-week book where it talks about like unleashing your creativity. So it is painful because you go inward, you learn a lot about yourself, but you really find your voice and you unbury some of those issues that have been holding you back. So it was like a really transformative year for me. And in December, I made a post on Facebook and I was like, I'm going to start a podcast next year. Even though I said that, I was like, oh my gosh, am I really like, I don't know. I still had the doubts. And then there was this personal development conference. I had just heard about this woman named Rachel Hollis and I saw she had an event and it was expensive and I normally don't like to spend money. But again, like I just felt this push, like I needed to go this calling. And so I went and at that conference, I just learned so much of like, everybody has a voice. And I had always been like, well, everything's already been said. So like, what's the point? And one thing that I learned was, yes, it may have been said, but it hasn't been said by you. And you have a specific point of view and you've gone through things that only you can tell. And people need to hear your story. And that just kind of like gave me the encouragement and the inspiration to really go after it. And in the beginning, like I didn't even know what I want to talk about. I knew I wanted to talk about personal development because it's been such a passion of mine for so long, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it's kind of like you were saying, like you plan, but then you learn so much by doing. So I started taking action and I just started recording and doing. And then from that, it kind of fell into what it is now. So that's kind of my journey and I'm still growing and I'm still learning and it's still evolving. I hope it always does. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, you know, it's funny because I think I got to know you better just list by listening to your podcast. And, you know, you, you, you said something about, um, you know, yes, everyone started a podcast. People are talking about different things, but no one's talking. No one's going to say it like you, you, like you're going to say it because you've experienced things that, you know, no one, you know, has experienced. And just listening to you, I was like, oh my God, she's, you know, she has a lot to talk about, you know? And you, like you said, you, you, you really learn from doing That's the truth. Um, same thing when, yeah. I, when, I, when I started, you know, I was just, it was like a, you know, for me, when I started, actually, I think about a week, two weeks after I started, I ruptured my Achilles tendon and that was like the deal. That was like, all right, you're going to shut down everything now. You know, it's like, all right, that's it. Like who the hell like is going to listen to this right now? You know, I'm hurt. I was so, so upset because I was scheduled to film like a TV show and a movie. And then, you know, a week before I, 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 I was actually supposed to be on set for a movie. I, I, I had surgery, but then it was one of those moments where you know in the past i probably would have just sat there and just you know you just be depressed and ask questions like why me but you know i would get an uber right and i would scoot down my stairs i'll go to the studio and record like that's how i you know i just kept pushing and pushing and honestly i just started talking (laughs) 
And I didn't even, like, I would have random people in the studio just say, I want to be on your podcast. I'm like, all right, come in, you know? So, yeah, I learned by doing. You know, sometimes, like, even to come in and just talk on your own or gather your thoughts and just share what you've experienced or what you're experiencing, you just have to learn how to do it, you know? And, it, like, we're all unique in our ways, you know? That, so that's, that's, that's good. And how did you come up with the name Show Up to Go Up? Well, I always, like I said, I've always been passionate about personal development. So I knew that I wanted that to be my theme. And I just brainstormed. I love brainstorming. I love making lists and just like self-reflection because I've learned so much about myself through making lists and taking the time. It's something that's so simple to do, but it's also simple not to do. But like it makes such a huge difference. And so I just sat and I thought about a bunch of different names and I have big dreams and I have big visions and I want to turn this into a massive brand. I hope to be a personal development speaker. I want to have like a multimedia business. And so with every name that I like, I would look it up on Instagram. I would look up the domain name and I would look it up on Apple Podcasts. And so some of them were taken. And when I thought of that one, instantly, I was just like, oh my gosh, I love this. Like no way that this is going to be available. And I looked and it was available on all three. And right away, I bought the domain name and I was like, it just felt right. It's kind of like when you're in a relationship, like I've been in a lot of bad relationships and I've, you know, lied to myself about (laughs) being right. But now, now I'm in an amazing relationship and it's like, you just know it's different. Like it just feels right. And so I just knew that like this was for me and I couldn't even believe that nobody has used the name before because I'm just so passionate about it. No, it's, it's. And honestly, I'm surprised myself that no one thought of show up to go up. Like, that's really amazing, you know. <laughs> it was waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> I truly believe that. Like, it was waiting for me. But the thing is, is if I didn't create it, it would have been someone else, you know. So yeah. there's something definitely going back to taking action because I took action. I was ready when it was ready for me. That's interesting. So what would you say you wish you knew before you started? I mean, I know I know you learned by doing, but like if there's anything you wish you knew before you started, what would that thing be? Hmm, gosh, I mean... Sorry to put you on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I don't know if there's anything that I wish I knew, but one thing I did not know was how hard it was going to be. I think for me, like it has been the hardest thing that I've ever done, but I'm so passionate about it. Like I said, like I have big dreams and visions with it. And so I had a huge push. Like before I even launched, I had 12 or 13 episodes recorded and most of them were just me. Yeah. So that was like a lot of writing, a lot of research because I don't want to just put out anything. Mm -hmm. So I invested so much time, but it was really incredible because I got to learn as I'm helping others learn. And so, yeah, I definitely did not know how hard it was going to be, but it's one of, if not the greatest thing that I've ever done. And so even though it's hard, I'm enjoying the process. So, yeah, I don't think that there's anything that I wish I had known, but I I actually am glad that I didn't know that because had I known how hard, maybe I wouldn't have wanted to do it. But 
Yeah. <laughs> for me, I'd say like my plan was to record and find someone to edit for me, right? And then I realized mm-hmm. how expensive. Editing is the worst. I was like, oh my God. It's like, you know, and, and funny thing, so I was, a funny thing, I w- think like it's the same thing I think I'd say for myself. I wish, I, I mean, I, I'm glad I didn't know a lot because what I found out was like people who had podcasts had a research team, editors, you know, they had like a team of people working for this one goal, you know. I didn't have the budget for that, you know. So I tried to find editors, yeah. you know, I found them. It's going to be a lot of money. And the funny thing is, it was going to be hard also because it's my story, it's my show, and you have to really kind of like babysit the editor in a sense because you have to, it's your voice and you know what will make sense. So I tried a few people, everyone was busy, you know, a lot of promises that fell through. And then I just started. And it's a skill I'm learning today, you know. I'm Like I'm improving yeah. every day. Yeah, so I'm glad I did it. Totally. I mean, and you have to start where you are. Like for me, when I started, like I didn't want to invest a huge amount. I invested some for sure. You know, the domain name and the host website for the podcast and all of that. And I did a giveaway when I first started. I would have loved to have been able to spend thousands like some people do, but you can't let that be an excuse. You just have to start. And if you can't afford an editor, then you get to be the editor and you get to learn how to edit. And then when you do get an editor, you get to appreciate all of the hard work that they are doing because it is hard work. That's true. I mean, yeah, I, I want the only thing that scared me, I'd say, was um, I listen to a lot of podcasts and the audio quality is just so important because the, the podcast industry has grown over the years. You know, it's one of the fastest growing mm-hmm. industries in the world right now. And if you don't sound at least close to what the standard is, it's like, you know, it'd be like, all right, we can't hear what he's saying. So for me, I started out with something and I was like, oh, man, do you really want to go all in or you just want to try this thing on the side? You know, and I just decided to jump, you know, and it's funny because there was an excuse to buy something new. I had to tell myself, all right, that's it. Let's work with what we have now. Forget about buying anything, you know, just just do it. And it's been great, you know. I've grown as a person, to be honest. I'm able to gather my thoughts more because, like you said, I want to research. I want to think thoroughly about what I'm going to talk about, you know. So it's helped me just um, stay disciplined in that sense. So I just don't come and just talk about random things, you know, without having, like, you know, a goal on that. And one thing I also noticed about starting something new is that when I started, honestly, People said to call me, I want to be on your podcast. Like, hey, can I join you? You know, can you interview me? I, I want to talk about this. And it's funny because I never thought that would happen. Like, I was always second guessing myself. But it's almost one of the principles of if you don't, like no one wants to be part of anything that's stagnant, right? But once people see you're moving, they always want to be part of something that's moving. You get what I mean? Yes. For yeah, sure. Yeah, Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and and people think I'm like this expert, like, oh my God. And I was like, man, like you just got to start. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, yeah, that's the thing. Nobody knows what they're doing. They just do it. And no, they figure seriously, it out. Honestly, that's it. Like people just go, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. I noticed one thing, like I've never been a planner, but I've also learned how to plan because somehow you need structure to be able to accomplish recording a podcast and putting it out there. Uh, my wife is a heavy planner like she wants to know what's what's at the other end i'm like no let's just go you know figure it out you know so she kind of gives me that balance like hey you just can't just go talk you know you gotta have a plan 
So like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm always free and I just want to try new things. But then I also learned that, you know, everything has to be structured. You got to plan. You just can't wing it, you know? So I've, I'm learning to plan and structure myself around, you know, starting a podcast. And um, yeah, it's it's been an amazing experience. But one thing I've also noticed with you is like, you know, it's funny because when, when the whole, when they started the whole lockdown and like, you know, the curfews, I shut down. Like, I was like, all right, that's it. Um, I'm not putting anything out. But you just kept going boom, boom, boom. So I'm going to ask you, what is your inspiration? What motivates you in this time? You know, in a time like this when, you know, there's financial difficulties, no one, you know, no one's really working. What is your motivation and what keeps you going? Man, I don't know. I just, I had these interviews already lined up. I had two interviews lined up and, you know, it would have been totally understandable and reasonable to say, okay, we're not going to do that. But no, I decided that the world needs this amazing information. And I'm lucky enough to have been doing personal development for, you know, the last five, six years, whatever it is. And I genuinely want to help people and I see people struggling. And so it gives me purpose and passion to find joy and to create right now and to help other people. And so I think that's kind of what it is. Like even if I'm struggling or finding challenges, I see how I can work through that so that I can then help others to do the same. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I feel like, you know, for you, it, it comes from the heart. Would I be right to say that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, too, like, I have learned in the last year, I mean, I struggled for so long being like, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? And in the last year, I've really learned, like, I believe that my purpose is to help, inspire, encourage, and educate people to be their best selves and to live their best lives and to believe in themselves. And so, I mean, I'm still reading. I'm still practicing to see my gratitude. I'm still meditating. I'm still doing all of the things so that I can show up as my best self so that I can help others to do the same. All right. That's good. Thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. You know, one thing before we go, right, you had shared, I don't know if you, I think you posted a picture of you, of you when you were like five or six and you spoke about how outgoing and, um, you know, very expressive you were as a little kid, but then you noticed that something happened to you as you grew, uh, you just started to shut down and you started to ask yourself as an adult, like, where's that girl? You know, I feel like that's something I can relate to. And that's you being vulnerable to really come out and just express, you know, your own journey of, Kind of like losing, not losing yourself, but you know what I mean when I say that, by just not becoming who you thought you were going to be because the world or, you know, circumstances, you know, came in the way. So that really inspired me, you know. And yeah, yeah, I just just thought I'd put that out there. And one thing I love about your podcast is you're honest and you're vulnerable. And I feel like a lot of people want that because people are struggling with a lot lot and they think people who come out and do things come out out of an abundance of perfection of uh, an abundance of like oh i know it all i figured it all out and that's why i'm here but to hear your story is really inspiring and i just want to let you know i'm going to be part of your journey i'm following i'm listening and i'll be cheering for you Thank you so much. That means so much. I mean, I have three older brothers, so I am like such a tomboy and (laughs) I'm messy and like 40. And so I am not that picture perfect woman. And acting has helped with that. Acting helps you to open up and be vulnerable. So everything is leading up and helping you. But I appreciate it. Hey, Stephanie, thank you very much. I really, really appreciate it. And hopefully I'll have you on again pretty soon, maybe live this time because I plan on coming to, uh, to Atlanta. I have a few people I want to talk to and I love to meet people and just talk in person. You know, I think it's going to get like, we're going to get a different vibe doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Just let me know. And, I will. You know, you'll have to be on my podcast sometime as well. Definitely. Definitely. I'd love to. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, Stephanie. Thank you for being on the show. 
You too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My goal for this podcast is to reach and help as many people as possible. So it would mean so much if you would take the time to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. See you next time. Thank you.